I became a writer not principally because I'm in love with the idea of being a writer, but I'm in love with the idea of entertainment. I just want to entertain people. Lee Child. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Our master today that we will be learning from is Lee's favorite author, Lee Child. Another Lee. Yay! All three different spellings. If you are listening to this episode on the day that it airs, yesterday was my birthday, so I wanted to make sure we paired this one as close to my birthday as possible because I love it so much. One of my favorite things about Lee Child is his style of writing. He is blunt, he is forthright, he's known for the Jack Reacher series, which are technically a mystery, but he's just in-your-face, short sentences, and always keeps the plot moving. Just before we started this record, we made the comment to contrast it with the Neil Gaiman episode that we just recorded, where all the quotes from Neil Gaiman tend to be a couple of sentences long at the minimum. And then we have Lee Child, where... There are several in this list that are at the most four words long, and it just shows the difference in writing styles. And it also shows a little bit of the difference of target audience. Lee, you share a target audience with Lee Child. I do not. So I will always take some of his advice with a grain of salt. So the first quote that we're going to get into here is something that you may have heard more than once already, and we're only halfway through the month. It's, reading is the only thing that prepares you for being a writer. Sound familiar? It should, because Stephen King said it, John Green said it. I don't think we got a quote from Neil Gaiman to say it. But I'm sure he has said it before. Probably. (laughs) You have to read. You're going to find this advice from any author, and if you don't want to follow it, that is up to you, but just understand that you are ignoring the advice of many, many great authors. This next quote is specific to his genre especially, but I think it speaks to a lot of storytelling in general. The end of any thriller or mystery has got to be both surprising and inevitable for it to be plausible. That is a hard line to walk, especially because he's a pantser. (laughs) Yes. Being a mystery pantser myself, I can tell you that this is a very hard thing to do because you don't want it to be obvious, but you also want your readers to feel satisfied. And if the ending, if the bow on top just came out of left field, and there was no setup for it at all, your readers are going to feel robbed of the story. There's that saying of the journey is more important than the destination. I really think that's true for structuring your story as a plotter because we want to know that the bad guy loses and the mystery is solved and the good guys live happily ever after. We read the story to figure out how they get there, not if they get there necessarily. Yes. So the next quote is short and sweet. Trust yourself. That's it. That is all the advice from that quote. (laughs) 
but it's good advice to have. Knowing yourself and trusting yourself to make it entertaining is a huge part of actually succeeding. Writing selfishly, enjoying the process, and trusting yourself to make it work is actually a skill. A lot of the times when I'm running into writer's block, or what I'll call writer's block, it's because I don't trust myself enough to write what I want to have written in that scene. And that keeps me from doing a lot of stuff. So this is a piece of advice that I personally need to get better at listening to. This next one, I think, speaks very much to his style and his storytelling and his audience. And that's... I love stories with fast, immediate, uncomplicated storytelling. I don't think Tolkien would agree, but I, <laughs> but I certainly do. Yeah, absolutely agree with this one. You don't need to have a complicated story for it to be a good story. The next piece of advice was said specifically for his type of genre, but I think it's something that all authors in all genres can really learn a lot from. The way to write a thriller is to ask a question at the beginning and answer it at the end. Whether you're writing a thriller or fantasy or even a memoir, there needs to be some question, some thing that is answered and resolved at the end of the book. And it doesn't have to be a complicated question. Who done it? Yeah. Asking that question at the beginning and answering it at the end is more than just thrillers. It's storytelling. This next quote I'm going to pair with another one of his because I think they go really well together. The first one is... People turn to fiction simply to get the kind of rush and enjoyment that they know they should not have in real life. The second part of that is, the key to thrillers is vicarious pleasure. I like this one. It's a guilty pleasure, but to see the good guy just deck the bad guy because he's a jerk, we love it. We can't do that in real life. And that's one of the reasons why, according to Lee Child, we turn to fiction. So we can see the good guy win. And I know you're going to hate this, but I also feel like this is why romance is so popular. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, probably kind of. That vicarious <laughs> pleasure of falling in love with the rich, handsome bachelor who has eyes for this nobody girl, whatever. I get that. I don't have to like it, but I get it. <laughs> As like in our last episode with our quote from Neil Gaiman about how reading is an escape. Not just escapism, but an escape. Your story can help someone live vicariously. Experience things that they would never experience in their normal life. Now, I'm not encouraging you to go write a whole book from a serial killer perspective. But there's a reason why there's a whole fascination with true crime. This next quote I kind of disagree with a little bit, but it tells a lot about his style. Every single book, I pretend in my head it's the first and last book I will ever write. Everything has to go into it. Why do you disagree with this one? 
I have ideas bursting in my head all the time. And I have to go, okay, I'm going to set that idea aside and use it for a different story. I can't put brainwashing into my swords and sorcery, into my romance, into... It just... There are too many ideas. I have to reject ideas and say I'll save it for later. Maybe that's just the plotter in me. When I heard this quote, I wasn't thinking about, like, every idea has to go into it, but your everything has to go into it. You treat it just the same as you treat all of the other books, whether it's your first or your last. You treat it all as if it's your first foray into writing and that you know nothing about writing, but you do. I see it, I guess, a little bit differently than you need to put all of the ideas that you come up with into the same book. But if you're worried about word count, go for it. So our next quote is another good straight-and-to-the-point quote. There is nothing wrong with just telling the story. No duh, but thank you for saying. I think oftentimes people go, well, I have to do this before this, or I have to explain what the scene looks like. Just tell the story. What happens next? And then what happens after that? If you feel reading it afterward that details need to be added, you can add them then. But if the details don't matter, just tell the story. Yes. There is nothing wrong with just getting to the point of the story that you set out to write. Not all the backstory, the story. And of course, this next one I heartily disagree with. And that's... The best piece of advice is to ignore my advice. I love so much of what Lee Child has to say, except for this one. He's having fun with writing, and so I think he feels like he doesn't have a lot of good advice. But as this episode showed, there's a lot of advice that we can really learn from, and a lot of good reminders. But at the same time, as with any advice that you get... Take it with a grain of salt. Do you share the same target audience? What is it that it's challenging you to do? And is it something that actually needs improvement? And if you don't share anything in common, if you're writing a completely different genre, if your storyline is different, then maybe you do need to ignore the advice and just write the story that's in your heart, no matter what everybody else says should be written. Because as we know... You should always be writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>